When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. So real quick, before I get into kind of giving my thoughts on the question that's posed in the title of this video, are cryptos due for a comeback? I want to take you back. All right, let's do some reminiscing here. All the way back to 2017. I know it seems like such a long time ago, but recall for a second what the cryptocurrency market looked like all the way back in 2017, specifically the second half and especially towards the end of the year. The crypto market back then looked markedly different than what it looks like today. I mean, sure, if you just look at the names at at kind of the top of the list, if you go to coinmarketcap.com, you can look at the ranking of, of the largest cryptos out there by market cap. And you still have Bitcoin and Ethereum and Ripple and Bitcoin Cash, and you know, EOS has kind of moved up and, and Litecoin has kind of moved down a bit, but but you still mostly have some of these same names out there that we had, you know, towards the end of 2017. But the prices, the prices are much, much different, much lower. For, uh, for the most part. I mean, Bitcoin, of course, Bitcoin's kind of the benchmark. You know, if you ask somebody, how's the stock market doing today? You know, in the United States, they're going to say, well, you know, the S&P 500 or the Dow Jones or the NASDAQ is up today or, or down today. You know, it's, it's kind of the benchmark. How are cryptocurrencies doing? Bitcoin's up today, Bitcoin's down today. And, you know, the, people pay attention to other ones as well. But, but Bitcoin, you know, back then in, in December had been moving up at a feverish clip. Okay, it was taking out these thousand dollar milestones left and right. Um, you, you had it looked like it, it was unstoppable. People kept saying it was going to, you know, fall and and it would dip a bit and then it would rise back up again to to two thousand dollars or whatever higher than it was the week before. And and you had these crazy predictions, a crazy amount of optimism and a crazy amount of speculation out there. You, you saw people predicting $50,000 Bitcoin, 100000 a million, $10 million. You know, it was going to make everybody that owned it filthy rich, like it had already made some people filthy rich that owned it back when it was, you know, $10 or, or 100 or even 1000 And And of course, the rest of the cryptos, when, you know, they kind of came along for the ride, right? You saw these huge bubbles, these speculative bubbles ripple through the market and, and not just ripple the actual you know, currency but but all these other ones even some of the smaller ones i know you know i i'm on steam it and, and there's a steam currency that that steam it kind of runs on and then there's a smaller one out there called steam dollars it's you know if you're on steam you kind of know what i'm talking about it's a much much smaller market um and i remember back then steam dollars kind of got caught by this speculative wave i think it you know back then the story was that it was some south korean investors that saw a a um coin that could be kind of pumped up and, and they pumped it up it it got really expensive compared to steam and and then it fell again and, and the same probably happened for steam and it happened to to dozens and dozens of different cryptocurrencies some you know more than once multiple times and and i said back then that this is nothing more than a speculative bubble okay and I, i'm not trying to 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 um 
you know, take a ton of credit for this. Okay, I, I, I did say, you know, back then that that cryptocurrencies are going to fall, that this is they're in a bubble, that this is, you know, they're not just going to rise indefinitely. And, you know, thus far, I've been right. And, and that's not to say I'm an expert on cryptocurrencies. By no means is that true. You know, I, I focus more on things like precious metals, economics, markets, and, and stuff like that. Okay. But it wasn't hard, I think, to see that bubble because it's mostly speculative. You had a ton of speculation moving through the market. Um, some, some, you know, from the United States or, or Europe, but a lot of it was from places like China, Japan, South Korea, etc. And the bubble popped. Not surprisingly, the the money moved on, or or you know, in the case of China, they they put some some restrictions on on you know who could who trade those currencies, and of course, some of them um, kind of got more into the derivatives market. You know, I, I think it was Bitcoin specifically that did first. And then, you know, I think Ethereum still kind of going along that way. And, and as soon as that happened, all of a sudden it seemed like they were they just didn't have the same momentum that they had before. So so that was 2017. OK, a long time ago. Bitcoin began to fall and it didn't really stop. I mean, right now it's in the $6,000 range. And, and, you know, I could check here exactly when, you know, when it actually bottomed out. But but it's. It's been fairly steady lately, right? It isn't plummeting like it had, you know, back at the end of 2017, beginning of 2018. Um, it's been kind of uninteresting, right? It, it, you know, it was around in the $6,000 range back in, you know, kind of like April around that time. Um, and then it rose back up again, almost broke 10,000. Now it's back around, you know, in the $6,000 range. And that's kind of where we're at today. And we still have all these other coins that, again, are are still kind of lagging behind Bitcoin. Um, so, so getting to the the question, uh, the, the title of this video: Are cryptocurrencies due for a comeback? You know, I had a live stream recently where where somebody kind of asked about cryptocurrencies, and and you know, I was, I've kind of been keeping an eye on them. Um, I, I I'll be honest, you know, even if my prediction was right that they fell, I didn't think about them a whole lot. I didn't watch them a whole lot for you know a good part of of 2018. My focus was elsewhere. But, you know, I'm kind of getting the sense that this bear market for cryptocurrencies is not here to stay. Um, and in fact, you know, I think it's perhaps could be not too far from the finish of it. Now, I couldn't tell you what the bottom and, and obviously I'm, I'd, I'd be a fool to even make a prediction as to what the bottom of, of the market is for, for Bitcoin or Ethereum or any of the other ones. But in terms of time frame. You know, I, I think there's some different, I guess, things out in the world that I'll get to here in a second that lead me to believe that they, that they could be kind of due for a comeback. And and so, you know, I want to make myself clear. You know, this this might be among my audience, precious metals enthusiasts. This might be a bit of a polarizing video, I guess, because I'm talking about cryptocurrencies in the first place. And and you know, people that that are totally against cryptocurrencies probably aren't watching at this point. You know, if you're still watching. Um, you're, you're probably either a into cryptocurrencies or b like you're like me. You're you're kind of on the fence. You're ambivalent. You see some 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 pros and cons. But but let's forget about that for a second, okay? Let's just look at them as an asset. Let's look at them as a well, mostly at this point, still a speculative investment. That's what I see them as. I'm not going to put my money into cryptocurrencies and and expect my money my my purchasing power to be preserved okay um i i would expect that from something like silver or gold i do not from cryptocurrencies they're purely speculative to me at this point okay but is this bear market um kind, kind of coming to a close uh yeah again i think on on a time frame 
I think we are. And, and there's a couple different things around the world that I'm kind of watching to, to kind of um, that, that could boost uh, cryptocurrencies in the future. One of them has been in the news a ton lately, and that is this trade war with China. So, so what does this trade war with China have to do with cryptocurrencies? Well, a big part of this ongoing, you know, feud between the U.S. and China has not just been about trade and the trade deficit, but also currency. You know, in the past, China has it. it, it it's it's alleged, but but it's almost kind of obvious at some point. Um, they have devalued their currency have devalued the yuan and for an export economy importing goods into a country like u.s with a relatively strong currency um well that works out well for them u.s dollars can buy a ton of chinese goods and they're getting some strong u.s dollars for it and well that helps them out it it does not help out the trade deficit if anything you know one would think that a a a um a weaker yuan would allow us to import even more goods. And so that's part of the reason why in the past, you know, the U.S. has kind of toyed with the idea of labeling China as a currency manipulator, okay? Now, we have this trade war going on, and I've talked about this in a past video about how China right now has promised that if Trump follows through and actually slaps on an additional, you know, tariffs on an additional $200 billion worth of imports, China has said that they will retaliate in kind that they will match that the problem with that is that at that point u.s will have tariffs on 250 billion dollars worth of imports china does not import 250 billion dollars of imports from the united states they don't they right they, they export mostly that's why that's where the trade deficit comes from and so they need to find other ways that they're going to match that that threat okay and one of the potential ways that i talked about in a recent video is that China could choose to devalue their currency. And remember, I, I'm getting to cryptocurrencies here, okay? Hold on, pay attention here, all right? They could choose to devalue their currency like they have in the past. Now, there's some risk to this, okay? Devaluing their currency could potentially hurt their economy because in the past, um, if, if it looks like the yuan's gonna get lower, there's a lot of, of money, a lot of investors, institutions, that will attempt to get their wealth out of the yuan system out of china right and and so they put it elsewhere they put it into places like uh precious metals and so precious metals could potentially benefit from this they put it into places like uh the real estate markets and in, in in you know some other cities around the world places like you know uh vancouver or or potentially san francisco or or you know some of these these markets with really insanely high property prices another place that they have historically put it is cryptocurrencies so, you know, China could potentially choose to devalue their yuan. They and and one of the big ways that they would choose to do that is by um, loosening up some of their restrictions on flow of capital. How much money, how much wealth can investors or corporations move outside of China, Chinese assets outside of the yuan or or Chinese investments and into other things like metals, real estate around the world, um, potentially foreign companies, and of course cryptocurrencies so that's one thing that that could be a potential catalyst now who knows i mean this is by no means a sure thing they could devalue through these means and cryptocurrencies might not go up because you know in the past the funny thing about china is that you know they have um they've they, over the last 10 years they have had a lot of bubbles in their economy 
in some of the weirdest assets. You know, I, I think I remember something about a bubble in, in apples, uh, not not Apple, the company, but apples like the fruit. OK, um, and, and maybe I'm thinking of something else there. But but basically what happens is they have a ton of speculative money and, and they move from asset to asset, commodity, to commodity, stock to stock, real estate market to real estate market, kind of like in cryptocurrencies there for a while. When, when you had um, them moving from one to the next and you'd see these coins bid up by 10, 20, 50, 100, 200 percent in just a matter of, of hours or days. Um, and, and who knows if these these restrictions are eased, these investors might just choose not to go into cryptocurrencies. But it's one potential trigger. OK, um, another one that is out there is is Europe. OK, I, I think Europe uh, continues to be very sis- systemically um, unhealthy. Their, their banking sector, their economies, the entire euro system, the euro itself, the EU, um, everything about it just screams unstable to me. Right on unstable footing. Does that mean I think the euro or the EU will collapse by the end of this year? No, I I think it'll take a little longer than that personally. But you know, I think that there's a lot of potential for money to flow outside of the euro system. Now, again, most of that money I think will likely go into things like the dollar, U.S. Treasury bonds, U.S. stocks, maybe some metals. Um, I, I hope that's not the case. I hope it, you know, investors are smart and they primarily put it into things like metals or, or something like that. But you could see some of that money also, you know, if things get bad, flow into cryptocurrencies. This isn't a sure thing. Um, and again, I'm a metals guy and I tend to think metals are going to benefit more from that. But cryptos are there and that's, you know, one potential way they could rise. Um, the final one that I'm kind of looking at, and this is a little bit longer term, is increased adoption. Of, of both the blockchain and cryptocurrencies. Now, this is something that, again, will take some time, and and it might not spark a massive bull run in in the cryptos, a speculative bull run, right? Do we want another unhealthy speculative bubble for cryptocurrencies? No, I don't. I don't think that the market really benefited a ton from the one that we had in 2017. Um, but I think increased adoption could be a real um, reality. In, in the next couple of years. I'm not talking Fed coin. I'm not talking, um, you know, like like major banks really coming on board with it at this point. But, you know, if you saw something like eBay or even Amazon beginning to accept cryptocurrency, something like that could even um, spark the cryptocurrency market in, in kind of bring it back to life, right? Act as a, as a uh, you know, defibrillator, right? Because right now, you know, they, they haven't crashed to zero. Um, but you know, there's they, they they could use some some maybe good news. They could use some momentum. I think so. Um, that's kind of my thoughts on 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 you know where is the the bull bear market kind of cycle for cryptocurrencies. I think they have a bright future. Not saying that I'm fully behind them by any means, but I think they do have a bright future. Obviously, the blockchain technology, I think, and and kind of future iterations of it and improvements will. will have a ton of potential to kind of improve our lives across the world. There's a lot of potential for it to be used for for bad as well. But but um, I I personally and and I don't want to make this investment advice by any means. But I personally, you know, I don't have much money in cryptocurrencies. I don't. Um, I have some steam, and that's steam and steam dollars, and that's pretty much it at this point. You know, um, but you know, I've kind of thought, you know, not to say that steam and steam dollars won't do well in the future, but I've kind of thought about moving them into some coin someone out there that maybe certainly not not bitcoin i think bitcoin like i said back in 2017 is eventually going to be dethroned 
as as kind of the king of cryptos by by something else not to say it's going to be going away for good but but i think it'd be good for the cryptocurrency market if if something else kind of took out took uh took down bitcoin and 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 kind of became the the premier crypto um or maybe a, a basket of them many many different ones could kind of continue to vie for that top spot i think that'd be good for the market as a whole but but yeah i'd like to pick one that's maybe a little bit more undervalued i i don't think it's going to be as as big of a speculative um bull run as it was in 2017 but you know there's some potential there um and this is this is um this is by no means uh uh, what, what's the term house money or whatever you know this is not something that that i need to pay my bills with or anything it's a, it's a very small amount of money and and you know i'm not a huge cryptocurrency guy but you know it's something to keep an eye on you know um i'm i'm, I'm kind of split on it because I, again i'm a huge metals guy and and i think metals are, are a great way to to preserve wealth cryptos could be a good speculative investment once again here but I'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on this. I'm sure I'm going to get varying opinions, varying thoughts, as generally has been the case with cryptos in the past. Um, so let me know down below in the comment section. As always, I'd like to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for watching this video, and God bless.